Critics, non-critics, and friends, welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and all things Hollywood. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my co-host, Devin, the man himself. And in this episode, we're going to be reviewing the penultimate episode of Marvel's What If, episode eight, that is titled, What If Ultron Won? And before we begin today's review, you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet. And if you're a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys out there. You know, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter over at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. We would love to just talk movies and TV and, you know, all that good nerdy stuff with you guys. But as I mentioned before, my co-host Devin is here with me yet again. How are you doing today, man? Happy What If Wednesday. We're here. What if, what if James Bader never existed? What if we never had Robert California? This is really messy with uh, Devin's psyche right now. He can't, <laughs> he cannot accept the facts. <laughs> I like, I like the voice actor they use too, Ross Marquand. Mm-hmm. He does good work too, but uh, not for this. This one took me out of it a little oh, bit. Oh no. <laughs> oh man. Well, Devin, I believe this is our last review of September before we get into the official spooky season. That is October 30. Um, that is October 31st. Excuse me. That is October. Man, oh man, I do apologize for that. But yeah, we're we're almost here. You know, we've been uh it's it's fun stuff, you know. We're we're finally getting into like the good good stuff like that's going to be coming up here in the podcast a little bit later we'll be letting you guys know our schedule because it is a doozy crazy crazy but Devin, are you ready to get into our what if episode eight review oh yeah all right ladies and gentlemen we'll be right back with our what if episode eight review right after this short break space Reality. It's more than a linear path. It's a prism of endless possibility. Well, that doesn't sound ominous at all. All right, Devin. And we are back with our What If Episode 8 review. Again, that is titled What If Ultron Won. And I, I have to say right off the bat, I had this thought going in. This was one of the big what if questions that I've been wondering. There was actually two with Ultron. The first one for me was what if, you know, Ultron, I, I don't know how, how you would spin it, but what if Shiri quote unquote saved Ultron during Avengers Infinity War? But the other one for me was I've always wondered, you know, what would Ultron be like if he actually if his plan actually succeeded? And of course, you know, we we kind of do a nice little spins of titles around here. I titled this one Flawless Victory, you know, Ultron wins. So it's like he, he finally got his way and we finally see it in this episode. Um, I wanted to get your quick thoughts, pass it over to Devin here for his initial reactions before we get into our spoiler section. So Devin, take it away. Yeah, I've made it known my issues with the uh the, the voice acting for one 
what, what, first of all, what are we calling him now? Because it's not Ultron, it's not Vision. I've, I've seen a few different options. I like um, Infinity Ultron. Infinity I Ultron. Cool. Yeah, I like that too. I was, it was called, Ultra Vision. It's called Voltron. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> already taken, but. <laughs> no, that's taken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's. I, I've seen a few out there as well, Devin, but uh, sorry, go ahead, continue. But yeah, other than that, I don't really have any complaints because it was a, a really good episode just about what would happen if Ultron did win and cr- built himself a nice vision body to use and, and work with. He's a he's a scary guy when he's when he's not talking. Yeah, I, I do agree with you there. It, it Going into this episode, I didn't really know what to expect. I actually didn't even watch like the preview that you had sent because I just wanted to go into this one blind for it being the pen up pen ultimate episode of what if and i i gotta agree with you man he he's he's a scary dude like this is i very- also have a I, I i made a big revelation about the watcher while watching this in his final form okay is is he, it more uh, of a he finally he finally broke out of his shell <laughs> you know what i think that one deserves a hold on my gosh yeah there we go <laughs> broke out of his shell. but um i have a a thought as to what he who he looks like that I can't get out of my head. The watcher? Yeah. Who? Remember little Bill? No. Definitely. Is he canceled? Is little Bill canceled too? Oh a little Bill. You know, it does look like an old version of Little Bill. Yeah. That's because he's got the baldness. I mean, little he's Bill just, is he's Bill a tiny Cosby. little guy. Well, little Bill is a Bill Cosby. So are you saying the watcher yeah. is Bill Cosby? <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> but he's but he's a little little bald guy. He, he's got the look. Yeah, he de- he definitely does. Definitely does. Um, uh, for for my initial reactions, I really really enjoy this episode. Um, you know the the other two episodes that I would compare this to would be. Um, I believe it was episode of uh, the Doctor Strange episode. The two episodes we actually never got to cover on the podcast due to scheduling conflicts and me being out of town. Zombies. The, zombie. That's what we didn't get to. Yeah, we didn't get to. Oh, that's right. You know what? We did get to our the um, Doctor Strange one, but the audio was so bad. We had to just cut it. Yeah. That's right. So zombies is what we didn't get to. Technically, both of them. But yeah. Technically and not technically, but yeah, zombies is the one we didn't get to, but this one really reminded me a lot of zombies and coming off of last uh, week's episode, you know, with uh, the whole Thor um, thing, it's, it was, it was nice to have a little bit of a breather, but so far these episodes have been very more on the series side, as I mentioned before. Um, But for this episode, it really just, I mean, there's a lot of shocking moments here and uh, you know, we, we, we see Natasha and, um, and Hawkeye back at it again. Uh, you know, we'll get into that a little bit more when the uh, when the spoilers hit. But you know, they're they're doing their thing. They're trying to save the world. And you know, as always, they have great dynamic. Uh, but I will say, the cinematography or just like the the way that this this episode was shot was just like very breathtaking. Like I think they really pushed the limits of whatever um, software that they're using. Uh, you know, for the CGI. Um, for for the animation, it's they really really push the limits. Like you can kind of see it la- in last week's episode with if uh, Thor was an only child, 
But this week, they really just went for it, much so with the Doctor Strange episode as well. But this one was just really just wow. Like I, it was, it was a, it was so aesthetically pleasing that I was like, this, I can get on board with this. Like honestly, yeah, it, felt, it feels like the animation has been getting better as the season has gone on. Yeah. It really has because it did. I will say during the beginning, it, it felt more so stiff, but I wasn't sure if it's that we weren't used to this like cell shaded type of 3D animation at first. But now I'm curious. I want to go back and to see, you know, how I feel about it, because at first it did feel a bit stiff, but it, it does. Th- this animation style definitely is growing on me and I really like how. They, they took this route. There, are, there aren't a lot of um, shows out there when it comes, you know, to animation, this type of animation. But I will say, you know, when, you know, as much as we love, you know, the live action, you know, superhero shows and movies and stuff, but animation is where superhero, like the, the superhero genre shines. It really just does. Cause that's, I mean, you know, coming off of comics and like, you know, the next, the next um, natural step would be, hey, you know, let's make TV shows out of this. But it, it really does shine here. And I, man, it was it was a crazy, a lot of, um, you know, like you said, uh, breaking, breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> Talk about breaking the fourth wall. But yeah, those are pretty much my initial reactions. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? Before Ultron, Ultron had had the watcher poop in his pants a little bit. <laughs> he, dude, he poop in his little bill diapy. <laughs> He literally had him in his pants. <laughs> he said, "Holy!" F-. When he when he was staring at him through his like his little universe, its window thing, he was like, "Oh, you can see me." Oh, Tony no. like created a monster, but yeah, and of course he's he had help from another uh, certain uh, Mad Titan out there, but <laughs> I feel like we're getting two more into the spoiler section here. Yeah, now. It's time. So I think it is time for us to go over to our spoiler section of episode eight, which is again titled what if Ultron won? So that is your first spoiler warning here on the show for what if episode eight again, that is your second spoiler warning again. Just if you haven't seen it, please do. The runtime is around 28 minutes. You know, we, we have some some great casting here. Of course, you know, Jeremy Renner came back um, to play as a Hawkeye. We have Benedict Cumberbatch. And, of course, the uh, the man who's been, you know, ushering us through this entire journey, Jeffrey Wright as the Watcher. So, um, <laughs> Devin, oh, Devin, I, I got to say, um, <laughs> Thanos got cut up like a knife. Just uh, he got a... <laughs> Why didn't Vision do that? If it's that easy, I don't exactly. I wonder was because he he only he sliced him half in half with the Mind Stone, and like and that was it. That's all he needs the Mind Stone. Apparently, I guess so because that was very just cut and dry. But I love how you know since we now are into spoilers, how Thanos enters. It was literally the same way as if he entered in. Um, was it uh, Infinity War? And then just like, oh, you know, we're just going to. And then Voltron's just like, interesting. Yeah. And he's like, ooh, what are these? And uh, maybe the Mind Stone was speaking to him like, hey, you know, this is this is a uh, a collection of sorts. But that would have been really interesting to see them actually battle it out. That's one thing I wish we would have gotten. Just like, Well, what's, what's Vision's stance on killing other sentient beings? 
I do not. Maybe that's why. I don't know. Because it's pretty much has only killed like robots and stuff. Yeah, that is that is very true. Because I'm not sure where his stance is or if he has like a code when it comes to that stuff. But yeah, uh, Thanos, his second appearance. um, This is Tony Stark's like what fourth or fifth death (laughs) within uh, Marvel's what if? Because you know we we see Ultron, you know, expanding, just literally taking over the world. You know, this post apocalyptic world that. You know, I feel like a lot of people would have we would have seen more during uh, the end game of uh, the blip of uh, the snap, however you want to say it during that phase, because that was really, really interesting. And, you know, it really focuses on Natasha and um, Hawkeye or Black Widow, I should say, I guess, to uh, make it a little bit easier for people. But, you know, th- their dynamic there is always great. And, you know, we we see them, you know, trying to save the world again. <laughs> Which is very, very interesting. We get our boy Zola back. And we get Zola. Yeah, we get Zola back. And we we see the Watcher, you know, kind of going through his own, you know, just his own code. He's like, do I interfere? Because he sees how strong Vision is after he kills Thanos. And he's like, oh, crap. You know, like I like it it was crazy. It was it was like kind of like a literally like a sixth sense as to he's like you know, who said that, you know, Ultron's trying to figure out who's, you know, narrating. And I guess certain beings can hear him and certain beings can't because the only yeah, else, um, strange Supreme heard him earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I was just about, yeah. About to get to that. So it is interesting, but, uh, yeah. G- give me your, your spoiler, spoiler free. You're not spoiler free thoughts, but your spoiler talks like did, did you, do you think this is like the best episode? Well, we, I don't think anybody expected them to have a team assembly like series or movie this soon into the, the newest phase. Mm-hmm. Like we're here, we're assembling a team, take down the big bad, just like good old times. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I going to be, it's going to be a brawl. Yeah. The strange Supreme and the watcher on as the, the captains for one team, they'll get party Thor. They've got Nat. They'll get some guardians from the galaxy. They might not have Peter Quill. He might because he still has to deal with his dad. Yeah, I, I think it, it, it. I think this. I think this. They will get Star Lord um, T'Challa. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. I was. I think we will get the uh, T'Challa Star Lord. I'm, I'm hoping that we do, and maybe even. And it was. Like it was a theory that. Um. That Thanos. I mean, I guess it still could be true that the zombie Thanos is going to be like a third team that they have to worry about. Really? It could be. It could be like Ultron versus. The good guys versus the zombies. This is going to be amazing. I wonder how long the season finale is going to be because I feel like it's got to be longer. At least like 40, 45 minutes, something like that. Yeah. 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 Because for this episode, for as short as it was, like running 28 minutes, like it covered so much. And, you know, we, we see Captain Marvel, you know, battling it out with um, Vision. Prior. She, tried. she tried. Yeah. Prior. I think. But she's only got she's only got one Infinity Stone. Yeah, so it, it was she was battling him. Pr- was it prior to him getting the six stones, or was it? It was after. after. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was when he was destroying planets and stuff. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And she comes swooping in. I was like, oh, Captain Marvel coming in to save the day. I really like how we are getting more with her character because I feel like we just haven't gotten it enough. But within what if, I I definitely feel like um, it's, that, that fight between Ultron and the Watcher was so cool. That was like amazing. every punch is a different dimension. 
<laughs> it was it's crazy and actually scary to think, hey, this is how you know ultra just how dangerous and powerful and how like with Ultron, how we can actually be. And it's like, oh crap, you know, like he like Tony Stark, like literally cre- like he created a monster. This this dude created like a demon, essentially, and just kind of Man, oh man, it's it's so crazy to think about. I mean, of, of course, you know, to see Tony Stark die again, I'm like, how many times have we got to go through this? <laughs> how many times? This is at least his fourth time dying in this series, I swear. So it's like, we get it, you know. Him and Vision. Him, yeah, him and Vision. It's like, ugh, it's too much. But yeah, you know, we get the the ultimate brawl of f- fighting with, uh, with the Watcher. I love and- when the Watcher suited up. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> he said, you have no idea what I'm capable of. It was like two gods. You, you can't even compute what I'm capable of. Yeah. Literally the battle of like the sentient beings, these sentient gods, whatever, however you want to take it. But it, it is shaving up to be a very like spicy, spicy uh, finale for sure. I'm just can't wait. Cause if, if it's like three factions going against each other, even, even two is amazing. But then, if they throw in the the Thanos zombie, yeah, he's got all the Infinity Stones, so he can. Apparently, you can traverse dimensions if you have all all of them. That's a rule that they're kind of establishing, at least within the What If universe. So do you, so do you think with Episode Eight, do you think this is going to tie into No Way Home because of the ending where the Watcher does have to retreat back to another dimension, and you know the evil Doctor Strange is still there, and it seems that. Ultron has taken over the multiverse. So is this another multiverse-esque effect that's going to happen? See, it's, it's weird because I think we all agree that the Doctor Strange in No Way Home is not the real Doctor Strange. But I just find it hard to believe that they would make it the Doctor Strange from What If. Why? I feel like really this might be the, this might be the least watched show of them all. And if they expect the general audience to know... Yeah. Strange Supreme. Yeah, that that is very true. Well, didn't Kevin Feige say that you had to watch the uh the series in order like for you know for the movie tie-ins, or did they backtrack on that? I don't remember. I wanna I wanna say that they said yes, you know, like you have to watch the series in order to know what's going on in the movies, which makes sense because it's like, I mean, all this is connected anyway. But I do believe, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that they did backtrack on that. But it doesn't seem like that at all because this is all like this is canon. Like this happens, you know, after, um, you know, Sylvie uh, kills King the Conqueror. And, you know, we don't know how many events, you know, take place at the same time. But, um, you know, it's multiverse. Everything is canon now. Like anything can't anything is possible is what they say in the show and it's like it's it's true like this is a multiverse and it's like i it you can see it like you can view it one of two ways the first way is like the super easy cheap way oh you know they're just you know copying out and saying oh well you know if someone else you know pops up like i don't know like andrew garfield spider-man or toby mcguire spider-man and and um you know um in no way home they'd be like oh you know it's it's all multiverse stuff so it's fine it's like i i think they've i don't think they've written themselves into a corner but there is a lot of possibilities and they can kind of cheat pick and choose what they want to become a part of this universe but i don't know i think you are right 
about the What If series? Do we know what the numbers are pulling so far? I have no idea. I don't think they've released anything yet. Because they, they were so... I just qu- feel like it being animated just automatically cuts off a certain part of the general audience. Yeah, which really, it kind of sucks. Because, I mean, like people will go see an animated movie. If it's Disney, if it's Pixar... You know, like they'll they'll go see a good animated movie, but animated show, I'm, I'm not even sure how well um, Invincible did because it was animated. It's it's something some kind of bad, well, not bad juju, but there's there's some type of not even Omen or just there's something about like animation that turns a lot of people off, which kind of sucks. But I think that's more of like the American cartoon mentality that like. You know, oh, like cartoons are for kids. You know, growing up, like you would watch all these great shows, like Hey Arnold, Rugrats, uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog, et cetera, et cetera. But like, you know, as you get older, you know, you don't watch those anymore. And it's like, or, or Spider Man, or, you know, Batman animated series, or Superman the animated series. Um, I, I think that has, there's some kind of stigma. That's the word I'm looking for. It's some kind of stigma with like cartoon show or like animation where it's like, Hey, you know, well, animation is supposed to be for kids. It's like, well, we've seen definitely throughout the decades that that's not true. I mean, even with like Animaniacs, like the reboot, like there's a lot of adult themes in there, you know, Rick and Morty, Bob's Burgers, things of that nature. But yeah, it, it kind of does blow. I, I'm very curious to uh, figure out what the, uh, what the numbers are pulling in for uh, what if so far, because Disney Marvel is so quick yeah, like for WandaVision, it's the most watched show. They did it for Loki. They did it for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, I'm assuming they're going to do it for Hawkeye because that's their last series of the year. But we still have a few more series to go. It's crazy. It's like, I feel like the year is over, but we're not quite there. But yeah, rant over, I guess. But was there anything else you wanted to bring up about this episode that has you excited for episode nine? Like, I also just I really like that the fate the fate of this universe comes down to like the two quote unquote like weakest Avengers there are <laughs> Hawkeye and Black Widow Definitely. like it comes down to the to these two humans to save the entire universe. It comes down to Batman and Robin. Oh, make no mistake, Batman and Robin are going to get it done. <laughs> Natasha <laughs> and and Hawkeye, the dude, dude using arrows and the. Chick using guns. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. I just, I always, I always do love the Hawkeye scenes though because I love the array of arrows that he has. Like he's got like that that bubble shield one. Yeah, he's obviously got the huge explosive ones. He's got. I just love how he just picks and chooses the very specific ones for those needs. And it, I don't know where this like. I guess you could say he is like the least liked Avenger, but like I think Hawkeye is pretty cool. Like he was really good in the first Avenger movie. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's not just a dude who shoots arrows. It's like, okay. Like, I mean, you could say, say the same thing with, uh, you know, green arrow and red arrow, things like that. But it's like, no, they, they have other skills. It's like, honestly, dude, you need an archer on your team, (laughs) no matter what you're doing. But yeah, I don't know where this whole, like, I've seen so many people on Twitter. Oh, um, Hawkeye's like, the the least interesting Avenger. He doesn't really do anything. It's like just because he doesn't, you know, turn into a big green monster or has super strength or super speed or whatever, doesn't make him less interesting. Honestly, he's the only character we've got in when it comes to like a family backstory in a way. Like 
to be completely honest, like we've, we've seen the wife, we've seen the kids, we've seen, you know, all that. Like we kind of get he's that. Dating, with he's married to Velma. Yeah. He's married to Velma. Like, like sounds like a pretty sweet life to me, but <laughs> yeah. So what, what were your thoughts on, like, um, you know, as we wrap up here, I guess um, for, so in Endgame, you know, we, we see uh, Natasha die. They, they, they flipped the script on this one and, Hawkeye dies. Did, did you feel anything, Devin? I'm, I'm curious to know your thoughts. I guess the only feeling I had was just how cool the scene looked. Mm-hmm. Just the, the slow-mo explosion was oh, really, he really good. He, he went out better than, 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 than Natasha, I will say. I, yeah. I think so. Absolutely. Like That boy was on it. But I, I really love how, you know, when, when they're trying to find Zola and, you know, the Watchers trying to you know, nudge him in the right direction, but he hasn't broken his vows yet. But then you, you see this broken Hawkeye where he's like, you know, he's like, I'm not frustrated. He's like, I'm just tired. He's like, I just want it all to be over. He's like, you know, Ultron one. And that's, that's it. He's like, there's nothing else. He's like, we're like the last two humans on earth. Um, supposedly, um, you know, trying to take down this big bad and, you know, when they reach Zola, you know, they, they kind of do their <laughs> their whole little thing. I, I like how they tapped Zola in. That was really, really awesome. That was I was really, really sweet. But yeah, we, we see, uh, you know, Jeremy uh, Hawkeye dies, sacrifices himself. And it's just Natasha now. So I I guess people got what they wanted. Congratulations. But, you know, <laughs> Natasha's still dead in the main timeline. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's crazy stuff. I mean, because I always wondered how it, it would feel if Hawkeye had died during Endgame, and I feel I wouldn't have had that. Like I would not have had as much of a reaction as I did with Natasha, because it's like by that time in the entire series, like I get yeah, you can argue that he is like quote unquote the least interesting, but I still like him as a character. But I would not have. I mean, I would have felt bad, but not like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe they just did that. Like, you know, they they seal the deal. Like Natasha's out of MCU, but I, I definitely would have felt bad if they played up the family dynamic if he ended up dying. Yeah, because this- it, it was sad at the opening of Endgame when you see his mm-hmm. kids get dusted. Yeah, and you know what? I think if they would have spent a little bit more time with, if we would have spent a little bit more time with Hawkeye prior to that then I think they could have went either way. Like, okay, you know, who, who's going to kick the bucket, but yeah, like we see his family, but yeah, the entire scene opens up with Hawkeye. Like, we know he has one, but we didn't really see him as his time as Ronan, which I kind of wish we would have, that would have been really interesting, but apparently we're going to see the repercussions of those in the Hawkeye series. So that's going to be really, really interesting, but yeah, I mean, as of right now, you know, what if episode eight, it's very, um, whew, I honestly think this might be the best one in the series. I don't know, man. Zombies is really awesome. Doctor Strange is really cool. I'm willing to make a bet next week will be the best. The best? Because of all the setup they've had. The best. So do you think it's gotten better with each episode so far? Um, Not, not like, like, um, not like Midnight Mass. <laughs> yeah, and that hasn't gone up every episode. Yeah, 
because I think definitely the Killmonger one was a step down. People do Thor not one. like that one. I like. I definitely. It. That's definitely my least favorite. And then the Thor one wasn't as good as the others, but I still liked it. Yeah, the Thor one was was not that good. I I would say that for me, so I I still think the Hank Pym one is like the weakest one. I just did not care too much for that one. I mean, it was interesting to see like the mystery, but I guess the payoff. I was like, okay, that's not bad. Um, but it's. I think that I I love the Killmonger episode. Like Killmonger got his way. He was playing everybody like a fiddle. And we got one of the best scenes with him and T'Challa. And even during like the quote unquote war of Wakanda, when they're screaming out T'Challa's name, I was like, ah, I I like, I don't think it's not my favorite, but I did like that episode for sure. But they disrespected my, my Wakandan people. (laughs) My people. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that like pretty much covers up our our initial thoughts, our our thoughts and opinions about episode eight of um <laughs> what if, which is again titled What If Ultron One. So let's get into our um old so w- did you have any like solid predictions really quick before we get into our ratings? Like any solid predictions of what might happen next episode? I'm going to stick with my guns and go with the the three faction idea because we know the zombies are coming back because there's a clip of Thor saying, "Oh, zombies! That's a good idea." Oh, so it's going to yeah. be it's going to be the good guys versus Ultron versus zombie Thanos. I think that's good. I think I think that's a good one too. For me, I I, I can't say that I have a like. I guess an original prediction on my front. I've just been really enjoying this, you know, for the episode that, uh, for the, you know, show that it is, you know, what if Wednesdays, uh, I, I really, I gotta say, I really like the, the Wednesday slots more than Fridays. I, I really just do. I mean, it, it helps out so many people when it comes to, you know, covering, um, covering the show and just, you know, in, in future shows to come. And I, I think it's a good idea. And a nice little pick me up throughout the week is what we all need. And usually, you know, by the work week, a lot of people kind of hit a wall by Wednesday, but Hey, it is Wednesday at the same time. So it's like, you know, they kind of chug along till Thursday, but I think Wednesday, Thursday, those, I think those are like the perfect days for like dropping uh, TV episodes. And of course, I mean Sunday night. So th- those those are like my top three days. I think. I mean, hey, if, if Disney wanted to make it more into an event, like you know HBO is done with Game of Thrones and many other series before, like Sundays used to be Game of Thrones night. That was the day that everyone sat home and watched that episode and talked about it the next day until the next week. But um, yeah, no real predictions for me. I guess I'll just. Steal Devin's prediction <laughs> and see what where it where sounds that, fun. See see where that takes us. But let's get into our ratings here so we can wrap up and get out of here and enjoy the rest of our Wednesday. Um, so Devin, what would you rate? What if episode eight? I'll go with this <clears throat> SLD, like a 90, 93. Oh, okay. A couple okay. points taken off for for my boy. <laughs> My boy Robert California being, t- being you, offed. Can we talk about that really quick? Why did you hate the voice? So he just did not sound right. Okay, you can't pull off James Spader. Listeners, if, nope. if, <laughs> do a James Spader impression right now. It's impossible. I can't. I could can do a Bane impression. 
do Robert California right now. Hello, the world be metal. I am Bane. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. He, he does have a very distinct voice. I will give you that. But I don't think this new voice actor was bad. It was different. I'll give you that. But it wasn't bad because this is Ultron. But it would have been like cool a, if they got like James Fader. whiny James Fader. <laughs> it's like, where are the drugs going? Where are the drugs going? Basically. <laughs> well, listeners out there, let us know if you prefer, or not prefer, if you liked the stand-in voice actor for Ultron um, for What Up Episode 8. Well, who was that, by the way? Do you know? Ross Marquand. Ross Marquand. He oh. was in The Walking Dead for a while. Did you watch that show? Mm, I stopped after they went, uh, got out of hand. <laughs> I, I I can honestly say I've never seen a single episode of Walking Dead and I don't plan on like if, if it would have stopped when it should have stopped, I probably I would have watched it. But I think they're on their final se- series season. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, so Devin's gonna give it 9394. I'm honestly I'm I'm in I'm in that camp as well. I'm I'm probably gonna give this one just like a solid 95. Um I, I was trying to figure out if I had really any Real issue. I guess the one issue I had would have been that it was, I felt like it was a little too short, but they did pack in a lot of stuff. Like, I feel like we got a lot of good information from this. Between this and the zombies episode, I I keep going back and forth, but I I think this one definitely tops everything that we've seen so far. Just because. Yeah, because it, it's just bringing everything together. Yeah. And I mean, it's the penultimate episode. And once you have a really good penultimate episode, it's like even with Loki, like this, the penultimate episode in the series finale were just crazy. Like it was, it paid off so much stuff. But yeah, that pretty much uh, wraps up our episode here of What If Episode Eight. Again, you know, let us know your thoughts. Um, you know, leave us a rating or review if you you guys uh, enjoy the episode, or just follow us on Instagram and Twitter over at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. But Devin. Man, Devin, as we know, um, what's coming up here on the podcast, what's coming up here on the show, Devin, we got a lot. <laughs> we have oh, yeah. we have a lot. We have not been this busy since March. We were covering two shows and movies at the same time throughout the entire month. And I believe there's 31 days in March as well. Is there not? I yeah. blanking. Yeah. So it's it's March 2.0, baby. Oh, my gosh. We, we got so much coming up for everyone out there listening. So we have our Venom Let There Be Carnage review that's going to be dropping on October 4th. And we're also going to be dropping our Many Saints of Newark review on October 4th for you guys as well. So you get a nice little double feature review from us. How exciting is that? A double feature review. Um, two separate episodes for those who you know want to pick and choose what they want to listen to. We don't want to you know, mesh everything up to two together. Like, would it be convenient? Yes, but we love our listeners out there so, so much. So we're going to keep it going that way through October. Uh, pretty much two movies a week we're going to be covering, minus No Time to Die. I think that's next uh, next week. That's the only movie that's out, well, the one that we're going to be covering at least. Uh, to be determined, we'll see. But as of right now, it's the only movie. But other than that, two two movies a week. We're going to be getting two movies per week from us here on the podcast. And on top of that, 
Devin, oh, Devin, this year is the 20th anniversary of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. So I this is more of a side project, a passion project that I've been working on. <clears throat> We're going to be uh, covering each movie per week starting on October uh, 10th, the week of October 10th, we're going to be covering um, each movie per week. Um, of course, when it comes to Deathly Hollows, we will be separating those for part one and part two, because if not, whew, that would be so, so long. But so it's it's pretty much it's, it's the 20 years of magic is what um, Warner Brothers is, uh, you know, touting it. And I think they have a new Harry uh, Sorcerer's Stone 4K Blu-ray um, individual pack set out there. It's the 4K sets have been out there for a while, but I think it's just a sort because this year it's technically just the 20th anniversary of the Sorcerer's Stone. But it's you know we're going to be celebrating all things Harry Potter here on the podcast. So pretty much starting uh, the week of October 10th, going through, we're going to be doing like I said each movie per week. Um, you know we we got we got some some people lined up for that, so that's going to be a lot a lot of fun, definitely. So. On top of, you know, getting two movies per week from us, from me and Devin, we're also going to be bringing on other people to celebrate all things Harry Potter because it is one of my favorite, favorite franchises. My biggest comfort movies, I would probably say. If there was a comfort movie, it would probably be one of the Harry Potters in the franchise. But just want to let you guys know that it's going to be a very, very busy month. But... It's all worth it because it's for you wonderful, wonderful listeners and fans out there who tune into the podcast every week. Everyone who supports us on Twitter, we just want to say thank you very much. And your support has not gone unnoticed. So this is kind of like my gift to you guys for that. So, yeah, we have, like I said before, Venom and Venom 2 and Many Saints of New York going to be dropping on October 4th, uh, on Monday, October 4th. And then our What If Season finale. It's going to be dropping on October 6th. So we'll be, we'll be putting that puppy to bed for a while. And then it seems that Disney's taking a break in October. I, I don't think October is really much of their, their strong suit, but they do have that Lego uh, star Wars, like Halloween movie. That's out. That's coming out. I think on the first, but um, yeah, that pretty much concludes everything here on the podcast today. So with all of that said, I'm long winded and out of breath. We're going to close out here and you guys have a rest. Well, ha- have a good rest to your week. Yeah. I'm, anyway, see ya. And that's the wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple podcasts and follow us on Twitter. So you guys can always stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian and we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.